0: why you shouldn't quit Twitter, Google gets heavily fined, and does it make a difference? And if your private information tracking is turned off, is it really turned off? This is Mac Voices. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices After Dark. Uncensored, off-topic, and always off the wall, Mac Voices After Dark is available as a benefit to our Patreon subscribers. Sign up at patreon.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is Mac Voices Live. It's Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. We are live on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV. We wish you were here with us in the chat room like some of our friends are already and more coming in um, so that they can throw their comments, questions, thoughts, whatever. Uh sort of a weird night because there are a few stories I'd like to touch on. Nothing really, I, I don't think, super exciting. Well, maybe one, I guess, depending on your point of view. Um, so let's go around the room, see who's here, and we'll get to it. Um, as always, up in the top left corner of my screen, Mr. David Ginsburg. David, good to see you. Good to see you as well, Chuck.
1: Glad to be here. It's another Tuesday night. and We're going to have some fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. I look forward to Tuesday nights. Yes, me too.
0: On the right top of my screen, Mr. Guy Searle. Guy, welcome. Good to have you.
2: It is good to be here in my gallery kind of way. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very <laughs> much. Yeah, if you were pre, if you appreciate
0: sure you understood that. If not, that makes yeah, no sense. If not, at all.
2: then you're completely yeah, lost. Yeah. Uh, welcome uh, to my life. Wow. Zoom, sorry, no time to mute. some type Jeff Gamut. <laughs> oh.
3: Hey there. Hi. If uh any of you see my spleen sitting around somewhere, I, I need it. got back. it.
4: I'm sorry. It's right down here.
3: Thanks. Okay, thanks. Oh the cat's got it. Well
4: what will you give me for it?
3: Um well I still have a kidney, so I, I guess I could trade that.
0: <laughs> it's nice. Okay, well I I hope you make it through the show with no spleen, Jeff. Oh, me too. Yeah. Just don't vent. Yeah, really. right. Right. Uh, Jim Ray has uh, has joined us again, Mr. Ray. Good to have you. Glad that you got your web uh, server woes at least resolved temporarily.
4: And uh, my spleen is right where I left it <laughs> on the floor beside <laughs> mine.
0: Good to know. Good to know. And we're sorry that you don't go to any interesting parties.
4: You know, actually, I, I don't know if my I, I assume my spleen is where I left it. I should probably chuck.
0: Brittany Smith is here, and she's trying to figure out what she walked in on the middle of.
5: <laughs> I, yeah, I, I I don't know. You got a lot of spleen, spleening to do. Yeah.
3: Oh, 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 I Brittany. see what you did oh, there. No well, oh,
0: that was. Oh, that was see, she is quick, isn't she? She is quick. Mm. <laughs> Britt, good. So to you know the you.
5: worst thing as I was going for something else, realized I wasn't going to make it and pivoted <laughs> to that one. Mm. <laughs>
0: That was True impressive. Professional. That was
5: impressive.
0: <laughs> hey, yeah, this may be more of a PSA than anything, but I wanted to, to just throw this out to everybody and see if you agree. Um, there was an article, and, I've, and I'll have to find it and put it in the show notes. I'm sorry I don't have it in my command. Um, but this, the comment was made, or the suggestion was made don't leave Twitter, don't delete your Twitter account. Because if you do, in 30 days, someone else can claim it and then start impersonating you. And you really can't do anything about it because that's
4: the way that Twitter works.
5: I'm not up to date on things, but is there anything anybody can do about it now? What do you mean about it? It it was a blue check joke. Sorry.
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Chuck, you, you are correct. Um, yeah. So if uh, if the day comes where where i choose to leave twitter as opposed to twitter choosing to just go 404 on us um i will i i will stop using my account but i will not delete my account because i need to retain control over it so that no one else can claim it you know, m- much like when you uh you Go and sign up for an account on social media services you never plan to use, just so you can control your username. It's the same thing. When you leave, don't give up that username. You don't want to give up the control. All right.
4: But, and you know what would be the advantage of giving it up anyway? I, I don't see that. Other than I guess some people think they're making a point, but
2: that's that's pretty much all. And is. and nobody cares. So. No.
6: Nobody cares.
4: You know, I would suggest make a pinned tweet with your, you know, here's where I am now.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Or just that you've left Twitter in protest or, you know, whatever. Yeah, I've left and,
4: you know, now I'm on Mastodon or now I'm on, you know, microblog or now I'm on Jim's private social service network that you can't get on because no one else is allowed but me.
6: Okay. Yeah. It, it just,
0: I Very mean, it, it, was one, it was one of those things that felt like it should be obvious, but, you know, I've, I see so many people just, I'm leaving Twitter, I'm get, going off. And I, I, I can tell you, and I've talked about this on the show a number of years ago um, now, which is hard to believe it's been that long, but um, my Twitter account got hacked, um, partially through a fault of my own, partially through somebody else's fault who fe- fell for social engineering. Bottom line was that I lost control of my Twitter account, and so someone was posting as me things that I would never, under any circumstances, post. Now, I was able to get it back, but I've, in the interim, I was forced to create a second account, you know, trying to kept, recapture things and tell people that, you know, it had been hacked, and those nasty things that were being said were not being said by me. And it, it's a pretty miserable thing. I mean, I, I don't think I really appreciated how bad it could be when I'm seeing things you know come out under my name that really shouldn't. And so I, I felt like this is something that's important with all the Twitter discussion we've had here on Mac Voices and all the Twitter headlines you see every single day right now. Don't don't leave. Don't delete your account. You want to, like they said, put a put hold on it or put a goodbye message or something,
6: but do not delete it, please. Right, right. Don't give up your day tweets. <laughs> yep. Okay. Okay. Um, so, yeah, there you go. That's just feel that was important.
0: Um, first thing I wanted to touch on, and I'll find the, uh, i find my, Andrew Orr wrote this up for us, but you probably saw it at some point, if you were online anywhere today, um, Google got its hand slapped pretty good. Um, uh, To the tune of, what was it, $400 million, I do believe, um, for privacy violations by a whole lot of uh, states' attorneys general. Um, Anybody, I mean, is this this significant? Is that significant to Google? Um, Is this anything that is really going to change Google's ways? any
2: anybody have any observations on this it won't no it won't well they've, I, I mean they've dealt with they've dealt with this a, a, a thousand different times and unfortunately most of the people at least here in the united states that are that are doing these lawsuits they don't do them expecting there to be any kind of change they do it because it gets their name it gets their name out there and it's it's a a terrible thing to do just to have a little bit of advertising for yourself if you're actually going
6: to try to do something great then do that but don't do it just for the pub yeah
3: all right so here's my take um this will change google's actions however it will not change them in the way that uh, that the states are hoping. Uh, what I think will happen is that uh, is that Google will refine its methods for collecting and exploiting our data and And I'm using exploit in a, in, in a dictionary, not an emotional ter- um, sense. What's going to really change? is that the way they do this will protect google more than it currently does so it may not be as obvious even though we will we will supposedly have better transparency about what google is doing but whatever happens it will be changes that uh, that are designed to benefit google and maintain their ability to do what they
6: do Okay. As they
2: as it always is, and it, frankly, and and Jeff, it doesn't matter whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Google, <coughs> Apple, any of them. They're going to do everything they can that's going to benefit them to the detriment of pretty much everybody else. Ah, especially God, you know- especially. Well, I was gonna, Let me let me rephrase that. Uh, especially okay. companies that rely strictly on advertising and or or focused focused advertising.
0: Okay. So I might I mean I think I would take issue with to the detriment. Um I guess it depends on how you interpret that. Because I don't think they're doing this just to be, well sorry, just to be evil. I mean they're they're trying to make money. That is their business model.
2: Well I didn't say it was evil. Um I I just said that's that you know they're going to do what is
6: going to best benefit them. Jeff is right. So, I mean, and we all know this about Google. It's,
0: I mean, this is where this is one of the things I wanted to get to. Is you know how how comfortable are you using Google services, knowing that they are gathering information on you for the purpose of selling ads and 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 information to advertisers back at at you.
1: I think most of us have known that for years. I mean, it's it's no no news here. We we keep doing it anyway. Because, you know, honestly, their services are decent. I mean, you, you really can't find anything else close that's that's as good as what they provide. But some people feel otherwise. Um, but,
2: and as consistent.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, and there's, there's a, a difference. There's sorry, a difference
3: yeah. between um, uh, being comfortable with what's happening and being resigned to the fact that it's happening.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. So so have you surrendered Jeff? Is that what you're saying? Uh,
3: essentially, it I mean if if I didn't need to use Google services all the time, like uh basically every single day, I have to rely on Google services. And uh and that's just a fact of the way uh the uh the industry I'm in works. Um there, there's no way I could do what I do without Google Docs being a thing and Google Drive being a thing.
6: Okay.
1: I'm the same way. I mean, I, I pay for a workspace account with a, uh, for my podcasts and I find it, I, I find the show notes that we do, I do every week is, I mean, it's just invaluable with what Docs does. Um, Google Drive provides great, great storage and, There's times I've had to share something outside of my drive, and and I don't have to worry about space since I have work because you know I've got the Workspace account, and um, and, you know it's just hard to hard to resist it. I mean, same thing with schools. Schools are using Workspace big time. You know, I mean, is there privacy there? I mean, I'm sure they know what's going on in in school systems. Uh, It's just they're just they're just a big grill in the room. They're just a big big, big uh, company. And then that's what they do. I mean, and we have to just kind of live with it, I guess. I mean, I, unless there's something else better out there we're not aware of. I mean Well, I, when I woke
0: up this headline, you know, I, I mean, I had some mixed reactions part of, you know, there was part of me, you know, the, the yeah. privacy advocate that says, you know, good, they got slapped. There's another part of me that says, yeah, I'm not quite so sure that, you know, that's necessarily a good thing. Or is this just the cost of doing business for Google? That once in a while they're going to push an edge somewhere, and somebody's going to you know try to slap them back, and and make some money because we all know that that's a big piece of it for some of these state's attorneys general. And so, okay, they had to pay four hundred million.
6: It, it, was that if to send a message to Google? Is that enough? No.
3: No, well, they had not, to pay four hundred million, and they had to agree to to fix the thing that uh, that got them in this specific position, which is uh, um, they were continuing to to record data uh, in certain situations when users had unselected that option in their account settings. Um, so they they will have to do one of two things. They will have to stop doing that and make and make that "don't track me" setting actually not track you, or they will have to find a way to do that where it doesn't uh, get them caught. There you go. Where it doesn't
6: get caught. caught. (laughs) I'm not cynical at all. No, we could tell Um, that guy. We could tell that Could they just remove the do not track option?
3: probably not why not uh, because, uh, my my assumption is that uh that would run a fell of uh of well, at least outside the united states particularly in the well, eu that would yeah be a maybe
4: problem. in the eu but we're talking about states right now this case was it, brought by us states
3: so um my guess is it would uh, california would uh would um be able to find some way with their current laws that this is a problem, or if not uh, California or another state would uh, enact legislation that would require the do not track feature to be there and to be uh, actually functional. So I, I think it would be in Google's best interest, even if they can take the feature out to not take it out because They have more control over what they can do with the feature if it's a voluntary thing that they've created as opposed to something that's government-mandated. This edition of Mac Voices
0: is supported by our Patreon subscribers and Mac Voices After Dark. Ever wonder what happens before the Mac Voices live shows or what happens when the show ends or after the live feed closes? That's where Mac Voices After Dark comes in. If you are a Patreon supporter at any level, you get access to the video of our off-camera conversations. Uncensored, unedited, and always off the wall, it's a small thank you to our Patreon supporters who want to peek behind the curtain. Become a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash macvoices. And thanks to everyone who supports the show. Okay, so let's overlay the apple discussion on this and some of the stories we've seen uh, in the last couple of weeks about Apple's tracking that, you know, as somebody, some security researcher determined that Apple is actually sharing or receiving a lot of information from your devices um, with, you know, from, or, let me try that again, receiving information from your Apple devices that's going back to Apple. Is this the same thing if Apple is not using it to target ads, but to, to improve the services that they offer, the, this the products this, and services.
5: Is this right? the story from the app store?
0: Uh, no, I don't think this is an app store story. I okay. think this was, um, this was a security researcher that, and, and I mean, for some reason, he seemed to be surprised by the fact that. Uh, I'm trying the, to the, figure out how this is news.
5: I thought that it was for ads, actually but I could be remembering a different story than you're thinking of. Okay. So. Um, but that it no, was not Apple, yeah, linked sorry, go ahead. to people in that way.
6: Hmm? I, okay. was,
2: I was under the impression that uh, with Apple's new push toward ads injected into a lot of their services, that
6: they're basically going to be doing something very similar to what Google is doing.
0: Okay, then then maybe I read it wrong, or maybe I'm understanding it wrong. Um, before we go further, I want to welcome Kelly Gamont. She has arrived. Kelly, fashionably hey. late, but you know, always good to have her. <laughs> Norm, Kelly, we're t- we're we're <laughs> talking, <laughs> Kelly, we're talking about um, the Google uh, four hundred million dollar uh, fine, and you know what Apple's doing as far as, well. 'm I'm, I'm trying not to characterize anything receiving information from apple devices that is mm-hmm. they're being sent back to apple and mm-hmm. there seems to be a disagreement or not even a, not even a disagreement just we're not sure if we're all talking about the same thing are okay. they pulling this information back for advertising or is is because there was i know i've just i've got to find it there was a security researcher who came out and you know indicated yeah well apple is tracking it you know, even yes. even, even if you said don't track you, it's tracking you from, from the Apple products and services perspective, which why, to Jeff's point, why this is news. I mean, if I'm using iCloud, yeah, they need to know where I am and, you know, how I'm logging in. And that's just sort of the nature of it. So right. I'm not sure if this is a non-story or not. I don't know if you have any insights or not. Well,
7: the, um. First of all, it's great to be here. If you had asked me how I was doing, I was trying to think of a good uh, Mr. Peterson response from Cheers. Um, <laughs> I'm sure I've got a few rattling around in my head. Um, there's a certain amount of, because this activity is happening on a mobile device that is getting that is being sent back to Apple for lots of different legitimate reasons. Like if I'm logging in to my iCloud account, in Portland and my address is Portland and my, you know, my, the shipping address is Portland and all that. Then if Chuck tries to log in on the opposite coast, it should maybe go, wait a minute, 10 minutes ago, you were in Oregon. No. Um, And that's just a security measure. And there are certain, like there's a lot of security stuff that goes, that uses like the IP range you're using. And by virtue of the fact that you are in a location when you log in, which is kind of going to be the case for everybody, um, that's going to happen. I think I, th- I think there's more... It seems like every once in a while we get these stories periodically where, uh, did you know how much stuff Apple has about you? And the difference is Apple is either using it for basic sort of anodyne transactions like benevolent things like you know i'm in oregon and if somebody tries to log in 10 minutes later from the far side of the world it's probably one of them is incorrect one of them is not in fact actually me we don't have that technology yet once apple has that event we can have a very different conversation about two-factor and ip ranges and logging into things securely but until then um there are certain things like that that apple is tracking that i think people get reminded of occasionally and then sort of become aware of all over again. And so uh, the the difference is that when Apple gets that location information, they're using it for something like, is it actually you logging in or um, they're using it for uh, you know, what Apple store is closest to you if you need a Genius Bar appointment, those kinds of things, as opposed to Google who is taking all of that and using it as part of their business model. It's not part of Apple's business model to aggregate consumer data and sell it off. And I think that for me, that's the fundamental difference when I interact with Google Services versus Apple services versus I, I try to avoid, you know, I, I minimize my Facebook interaction for those things. And that I think is is part of the issue is every once in a while somebody realizes this and then goes and talks to their journalist friend about it, and we get a story, and then a bunch of people get worked up. And like Jeff was saying, you know, how is this news? It's been happening as long as you've had an iPhone. You know, that big screen of text that you never read and you just hit agree so that you can get back to playing Angry Birds? It says this is all the stuff we're scooping off your phone for you.
6: Yeah. Um,
0: Dave found the article, or at least an article referencing the event I was thinking about. And I just it's in our private chat room. I also threw it into the YouTube chat room. Um, but but this is the one where I Okay, so it, it it allegedly says that you know you your Apple is giving you the opportunity to turn off device analytics altogether, and in fact, it's not.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: I I've, I mean, I just I struggle with this because I just don't understand why anybody would have the expectation with all the services and and capabilities that an iPhone and an iPad provide that right. Apple would not be getting this information.
5: If it says it's off, it should be off. It will mean your phone doesn't work, but like it should actually be off if it says it. like Okay. (laughs) Well, that's that's not an unreasonable And I don't know what it actually said on there, like what the messaging was, but if the messaging is saying, hey, the stuff is off, it should be off. Right. But I think this is, I feel like this is
7: going to be one of those things like um, uh, slowing down your phone slowing down your iphone 6 um we are doing this so your phone doesn't crash well i want my phone to crash so i'm mad at you apple like it kind of feels like that's what people want out of this is is fine i should get to turn off my cell phone radios and never make a call you know okay. ever, ever yeah no i wanted a 1200 hundred dollar ipod touch you do you so, I mean, I think there cuz because there are certain things I mean, and I think part of it is also like what you agree to in some of the in whether it's a a services agreement with Apple or you know specifically for Apple Music or using the Apple Retail app or it's something like Fitness Plus, uh you know, I think there's certain things that you agree to on those which are separate from having an iCloud account. And I know um or, I'm going to look at the article again, Uh, but I think one of the things that people were complaining about was like one of the things that makes your login more secure and, um, you know, and, and people have agreed to all of these things at some point. So, you know, we, Jeff, I feel like you and I have talked about this on a podcast at least a couple of times We have about in different iterations of phones. Like we've talked about this is what's happening and this is, You know, and that like and I think part of it is also that uh, talking about the data your phone collects and, you know, all those kinds of things can be kind of boring. And because it starts to fall under security and data privacy, you know, and next thing you know, people are asleep. And yeah. they kind of gloss over it because it's not. But I can shoot 4K video at 60 frames per second, you know, or whatever. So <laughs> well, you know, it's wait. not sexy. It's not fun, and it's not very approachable. You know, to really understand it.
0: But I guess the, the problem is that, I mean, you're right. It's not sexy, maybe well, except it maybe us. But it's not sexy. Um, but at the same time, it's important to understand absolutely and and, and have realistic expectations. Uh, this is a terrible analogy, but I'll do it anyway. Um, and you, because your iPhone, you know, the the uh, the iPhone throttling was a perfect example. You know, my 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 car has a speedometer that I think, if I remember correctly, without going and looking, says that it could potentially go 120 miles an hour. Now, hmm. I haven't tried to get it to 120, but I kind of have my
6: doubts. So, should I be suing the car company, saying you're misleading me? And you know, I, and again, that's not the best analogy, but it's just yeah. this this constant
0: beating on on Apple, and honestly, Google. Somehow, I feel like I'm I'm partially defending Google because we we all want these services. We all want the convenience. Um, we want uh, a geofence so that in, in our pocket on our phone, so that when we right. when we get home, our lights pop on and the music starts to play. Well, that yeah. means the phone has to know where we are, so therefore, it's tracking us. Right. yes
4: yeah but yeah. the issue is whether is that they were recording that um do that they could
6: do that and forget it immediately but then how does yeah. it know i'm home somehow it has to know where your home is you're, you're home remember. right now yep.
7: <laughs> but how does my phone know? like my phone knows to unlock my door when i'm in the driveway of my house and if I don't let my iPhone know my location and I don't let my, and I don't give my doorbell permission to unlock when I come home because well, I don't I want we were talking anyone about,
4: to know coming I thought and we were going. Talking about, I thought we were talking about Google hanging on to, to information and, you know, knowing that on Tuesday, you know, October 12th at 3.52, you were, you visited the, you know, pawn shop or whatever.
6: Gotta
2: get rid of those like, Android phones somehow. I mean, yeah.
3: <laughs> Jeff, you want to? Sure. Um, I I did. Th- I just did this crazy thing, and I read the article. <laughs> what? And, uh, Why would you I know? Do I such know thing? I am out of control. Um, okay, so here here's the problem, according to the to these analysts analytics data not not stuff like hey where am i so that home kit knows to turn on the lights kind of stuff but analytics like the the, the kind of data that you can collect to to create a a uh, fingerprint profile of a device and who it belongs to uh uh all of that kind of data that's what they're talking about here and when you turn off that analytics uh tracking feature it's turning it off for everything except apple apps there and uh, and there are different levels of information that apple is collecting depending on the apps like for the health app it's grabbing basically nothing so uh, so that's good but uh for for other apple apps um it's collecting even with that setting turned off what uh, device it is? what's your screen resolution? What time of day is it? Where are you? Uh, how many taps are you doing? Uh, just all of the that stuff, and uh, and for other apps, it's not being collected when the setting is off. So if this is correct, what what these researchers are uh, are claiming, then yes, this is a problem for Apple, and uh, and they need to stop doing this now not you know not like hey in the next update they need to go to whatever server is tracking this data tonight and hit the button that turns off that tracking and uh and then they need to to explain why they they chose to violate their own settings and they need to give us a big apology and you can bet there will be some sort of government investigation into apple's data collection just uh you know just like we had with this google case mm-hmm. that uh, started the conversation
7: yeah and honestly this isn't why i'm mad at apple for misrepresenting information and and what's collected because we get story because I'm going to continue to to tilt at this windmill, apparently, at least I am a tiny bit self-aware. And that is TikTok. And Apple keeps saying, keeps putting it in the collection of essential apps for your iPhone and iPhone apps to download right now. And right at the top of the app store, there's always a list. And it's got like TikTok and some other stuff on it. And Apple's like, you should have this and it should be on your phone. And, you know, all the time on the app store, you see it above the fold, like Almost every time I go to the app store, it's in some list that is right at the top of the screen and it is scooping data off. It is sending that data off to places that not everybody knows where it is. People who are representing TikTok have testified to Congress that they aren't certain about where all that stuff goes either. And they can't guarantee that it's not going to people who maybe shouldn't have it. And Apple continues to to put it out there like it's fine and it's not fine. And nice. that's like that's a thing that that also irks me because Apple continues to bang their own privacy drum and pat themselves on the back for this kind of stuff. And then every time I turn around, the app store is trying to tell me I should download something that has a long and storied history of not being particularly secure.
0: Yeah, but Kelly, I see that as something different. I mean, first of all. we'll we'll go down this avenue. Uh, Well, they can leave it in the app
7: store, but they don't have to continue to give it free advertising. That's all I'm saying.
0: Well, but it, I mean, of course it's going to, of course they're going to give it free advertising because it's something that people, that that facilitates Apple's objective of selling iPhones. And so, you know, I don't, and I don't have a problem with it as much because that to me is, it's up to you, pardon me, it's up to you or me to decide whether we're going to share that information with TikTok.
7: But it's not. That's the thing. Well, sure, it is. No, because there's story after story about. You know how you turned off all that stuff in TikTok? Uh. Uh-uh. Uh.
0: Well, okay, but but that's a TikTok issue, right? Okay, and, and so, all I'm saying is and,
7: Apple. Apple can't have it both ways. That's the part that I'm grumpy about. Is they can't continue to talk about data and privacy and security. And like, there's been a there was a billboard here in town for a while. You know, privacy. That's iPhone and all of that. And. And then go. You know what app you need on your phone? The one that shares all of your data, and we're not sure who it's sharing it with. And we're going to continue to tell you about it all the live long day. I don't like it.
0: Yeah, but I, you know what? I think there'd be lawsuits over that if if Apple's, you know, unless they put something in their terms of service, then well, or, or or their app App Store guidelines that require it. And I think if can- that happened.
7: They could just stop pimping it. They don't have to put it on the at the top of the app store in an Apple curated collection on the regular. That's yeah, the part that irks me.
0: I, well, I and, and I, I hear what you're saying, and I guess that's. for loud. I said I was I,
7: tilting at a windmill. I know. Yeah. I have. I am very self aware on this.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I I hate this. Oh man, I hate to say this, but you know, they're a business, and yes, again, they're going to promote something because. People love TikTok, whether it's a yes. good idea or not. Whether it's a terrible you know, idea, but yes. Well, yeah, I I kind of tend to agree. But at the end of the day, I mean, we we had this discussion a couple of weeks ago where, and I think Brittany was the one that said, you know, one of the best places to build a following right now is TikTok. It is that that's where the people are. And mm-hmm. Just like it, that was the place to build a following a while back with Facebook because yep. that's where the people are.
6: Mm-hmm. And
0: so you know, it it just is. I don't know. It is what it is. Anything else on this story before we move on? Because I, I I didn't expect to spend this much time on it, but I I do think it's interesting. Um, I just find this really strange that this is such a big deal that some uh, that Apple is tracking the use of its own apps. Um, now if, and you know for advertising or not, but anyway. The panel is back in the next edition of Mac Voices to talk about Russian code in Army apps, and maybe yours, and we start a discussion of CarPlay head units. That's next time on Mac Voices. I'll see you then. As always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page, and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine